0: Good morning. This is the Paul Green comedy podcast. It is December 25th, everybody. Merry Christmas to all of you. That's right. You are getting a little live piano on this podcast. This is episode 26 here on this Christmas day. I hope you are all having A wonderful Christmas morning to all of you out there celebrating. Those who have kids, I hope you saw the joy in their heart. If you don't have kids or they're old, I hope that you are feeling merriment and joy and glee and happy blessings and lovely Christmas joy to everyone everywhere. So, why do I have a, a piano in my little podcast room here? So, uh, <laughs> I had this idea for a Christmas video that I was gonna post. I, I pretty much just rewrote the lyrics to uh, "Christmas Time," you know, from Charlie Brown. Had to do about like you know comedy all year and ya-da-da. you know. And I filmed the thing. I was wearing like kind of a suit. And uh, I filmed it. I started putting it together, and, and I just didn't like it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It, it, it was. I don't know what it was. It just was not really what I uh, was. I don't know. It wasn't really funny. It was a little. It was a little too authentic. A little too cheesy. Now I am. I can be kind of cheesy. I do have that sort of uh, emotional sensitivity. Where sometimes I just like to be authentic and I don't want to feel the pressure to make people laugh. I just want to be me. And uh, at the end of the day, I just, you know, I didn't I didn't want to post it. So I didn't, but I have not moved my piano out of my uh, podcast space just yet. So here it is. So, you know, maybe I'll just do a little bit of accompanying. I'll do a little, uh... This is the Paul Green Comedy Podcast uh, Jazz Lounge Hour. I hope you're all doing well out there. On this Christmas day, let us remember all of the blessings that we have. So, well, here's how my uh, Christmas started out. It started out technically at about 9 p.m. last night. So uh, my next door neighbor has this very delightful dog, and by delightful, I mean a dog that if it wasn't illegal and wrong, I would love to, um, let's just say, never hear that dog ever again. So this dog, I I, I don't know when this neighbor moved in. It's been a couple of months, and there just has this dog, and nonstop, all day, every day, barks so loud and we'll just bark sometimes for hours until the neighbor lets them in and takes care of them, you know, and it it's just turned into one of those situations to where it's like really all day, every day. And then it just gets so frustrating. And then it just, it's like, what, what now, now we have to deal with this because the neighbor obviously is either unaware or doesn't care enough or whatever. And you know what so now it's just something like, do I go write a letter? Do I go knock on the door? Hey, by the way, uh, shut your dog up. Do you call the police? It it's like it's just an ordeal now, which is just so annoying and you have to deal with it. Um and so last night it was so bad. It started at about eight, nine PM. This dog just started yapping. I look over I see that the neighbor's car isn't there. So the neighbor isn't even home. And this dog is just relentless. I had already bought, so a few days ago, I went and bought one of those uh, humane ultrasonic dog barking silencing things where, you know, every time the dog barks, it triggers an ultrasonic sound that only the dog can hear. And it's supposed to annoy them and shut them up. And so I bought one of those and the dog just barked through it for last night in particular for about four hours it started at about eight nine o'clock and did not stop did not stop and so around midnight twelve thirty, i actually called the non-emergency police line to file a noise complaint which just makes me feel like a total karen i mean i, I hate being that neighbor i'm so chill i am so chill But this has been going on for two or three months, and now it's Christmas Eve. I'm trying to relax, and I have to deal with... For hours and hours and hours and hours, and it's right next door. And it's it's like the dog is literally just in my left ear. It is just pure insanity. So... You know, I just called the police and I said, you know, I don't even think the neighbor's home. What what can be do- be done here? And they said, well, you know, we can file a com file a complaint and we can send an officer out there to see if they can make contact with the neighbor. And, um, I'm like, okay, that's fine. So then, at about twelve thirty a.m., so it's now technically Christmas morning. Santa's out making his rounds. I actually go outside and I'm like how wide does this dog's bark span? Like how far can I walk down my neighborhood and still hear this dog barking? And literally as I leave my house and I start walking down the street, I see the neighbor pull it, drive up the street. And so I'm like, oh, well, she's coming home now. Great. And so she gets out of the car and I was trying so hard <laughs> to be cool but I i mean at this point because it's not only tonight only this has now of course been bubbling for a couple of months and so of course it's not just one night of frustration it's a couple of months of this dog just completely disturbing the peace I mean all day every day I work from home it barks it, it has started barking as early as seven in the morning At any time during the day on any any given day, it'll start barking 11 a.m., noon, 1, 2, 3 p.m. Any time of day, I have heard this dog start barking. Sometimes it'll, you know, bark for 10 or 20 minutes, and then maybe the neighbor's there and lets them in. Other times it'll just bark straight for hours, and now it's Christmas Eve going into Christmas Day. So I, I, I see the neighbor. She gets out, and I'm trying to be cool, but I'm not in a space to be cool and i just go hey just so you know your dog's been barking for about 4 hours and she goes oh, oh okay F- 4 hours okay and you know she she was you know she 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 was understanding you know i didn't i didn't sense any sort of um sort of defiant attitude from her um and then i just said yes for 4 hours and she's like okay and i'm like yeah just so you know this is really starting to become an issue And that's like the best I could keep from just blowing up and being like, Your effing dog has been barking for since the moment you moved in. Shut it up. So I kind of kept my cool. And I think she kind of got the gist of like, I am up because of this thing. Now it's almost one in the morning. Get this freaking dog under control. So because she was there now, I didn't want to. I didn't. I was worried that because I literally just called the police, and I was worried that the police would show up. And I'm like, okay, the dog has been taken care of now. I don't want a police officer to come out now. I don't want this to turn into an even bigger like, you know, once you call the cops on your neighbor, now it's like a it can create even more tension. And I'm like, I, I I'm not that person. I just just take care of the dog, okay? Just take care of the dog. We don't need to turn this into some, you know, bad uh, B-roll movie. But that's how my Christmas started. I have not heard the dog yet this morning. So that's good. It's about 9 a.m. And hopefully this means that uh, the dog will, uh, that the neighbor is now going to be more conscientious of this dog since my little noise ultrasonic dog training device which is i literally put it right on top of the fence so it's literally pointing right at the dog i can see the thing of course when i go back there it runs up to the fence we, we we share a fence so i mean it's like right on the other side of this fence that's the only thing dividing the property line is this wood fence there's no space and you know when the dog saw me it comes running at the fence and yapping right at me and i'm like oh my gosh dog so Anyway, that's what I've been dealing with uh, so far uh, for Christmas. I hope that your Christmases have started much uh, better than that. So, but, you know, I, I was thinking about this this video that I didn't spend a ton of time on, but I spent, you know, some some creative energy. You know, I sat down, I wrote, New lyrics, you know, to that Christmas time song. Christmas is here, comedy all year, something like that. And so I wrote the lyrics. I brought my keyboard from downstairs up here. It's a heavy keyboard. I set it up. I was wearing a certain outfit. I like. You know, I have this blue screen behind me. I cropped out the blue screen. I found this background. I started editing it together. And, you know, after all of that work, I just, I didn't, I didn't really like it. And it's interesting what happened to me in that in that moment because, and this is sort of the the, the point that I wanted to express to all of the artists out there who's probably had a similar experience of, you know, I created this thing, but do I actually want to present it to the world? I know that's pretty ambitious to assume that the world is watching, but, um, you know, put it on the internet for anybody to consume and and there's a couple uh, you know th- there's a couple sort of competing philosophies that i was sort of debating against you know the one philosophy is like hey i created this just just put it out there and let whoever likes it like it whoever doesn't like it they'll just skip it or in case of you know of course there's uh all of the trolls out there who will potentially lambast it um You know, which I'm learning more and more to just not really care about those people. But then there's the other side of that of like, well, do I just want to put out every single thing that I ever create? And, you know, it's kind of a quantity versus quality versus expressing myself versus, uh, you know, caring about what a potential audience might think. You know, it's a little off-brand for me. I'm not really, it wasn't really comedic. It was just me just kind of singing a song about comedy and just trying to do a Christmassy thing. So I took all of that, that into consideration. And at the end of the day, it just wasn't something I felt good about. And not good in terms of, um like a moral goodness <laughs> just in in terms of yeah i just don't feel like this is what i want to put out to the world this this little video and it's so funny cuz it's you know it was a 60 second 50 second video which would in the grand scheme of things mean nothing it's not like it was going to go viral for being great or viral for being so abysmally bad you know, it probably would have just performed sort of like a lot of the videos that I put out, which is like a couple hundred views or there, a couple likes or whatever. Um, but there was just something that I didn't feel like, I just didn't feel like putting it out. And I, I think there's there's sort of this um, idea there that like you just need to put everything out you just need you know you need to try everything and and just create 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 push 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 and i think there is some um validity to that but also at the end of the day you you don't you don't have to do anything you don't have to if if there's any sort of obligatory sense to what you're doing i i think there's maybe an opportunity there to look at that and go where is that obligation coming from especially in this type of sense nobody is clamoring for paul green to put stuff out there i mean maybe there will come a time where i have an audience who is so um used to and excited and anticipating my content that's probably a really good problem to have of just going well you know i created this bit of content i don't really feel good about it but You know, my audience is now expecting me to post so much in a certain amount of time or whatever, et cetera. And maybe that'll be the case someday. But even if that is the case, I'm not going to put something out there that I don't really feel really good about. For whatever reason, whatever it was that just felt off about that. And that's sort of the message today that I've been thinking about for myself and for all of you out there who are um, following along on this journey of mine as I try to figure out this this space, this entertainment space, and in this case, the online space, which is just so vast and complicated and nuanced and where all of us content creators are just out there trying to figure out this gigantic artificial brain that has been programmed over years and years through who knows how many tens of thousands of computer programmers who all just sat in a room and hacked away at a computer and created this algorithm known as the internet and known as social media and seo and marketing and and you know and tiktok and instagram and facebook and and youtube and we all of us creators are just plug-in content into this gigantic brain, and then this brain just starts to analyze this piece of content and determines how successful it's going to be based off of how many billions of people who happen to be plugged into that same internet, how they happen to interact with it or not interact with it, and who sees it, and who doesn't see it, and how long somebody watches it, and who likes it, and, and you know, and the, and the hashtags, and the, you know, it's just this gigantic and it's all made up. It was just all just nerds on a computer. Just nerds on a computer who who have just created this brain that just rules <laughs> just rules the internet and determines what's what and all of us out there in in the content creation space are just trying to interact with this fake, made-up brain. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, if, if your human heart and your human soul <laughs> doesn't feel like whatever it was that you created, or whatever it is that you're doing that you just don't feel like putting it out there, then just don't put it out there and... I don't know. To me, it was just interesting that I didn't want to put it out there yet. There was this competing pressure of obligation that I should put it out there anyway. So that that's sort of the the that's sort of the experience that I just had with this that I wanted to share and and just, you know, if that's relatable to any of you out there in the same space, if you've ever had that sort of feeling of obligation towards. An invisible audience uh that hey, you know, if you don't want to put it out there, don't put it out there and uh that is my Christmas gift to you is to absolve yourself of any sort of social obligation when that social obligation um does not coincide with with what's in your heart and what's your feeling and and to be okay with that, so anyway that's uh you know that's my little christmas message to all of you so i hope that you have a wonderful holiday thank you all so much for listening and support through all the years uh of my comedy and more specifically this last year this this last year was a doozy one of the most difficult um emotionally gut wrenching years of my life and you know I've really had to pull through some pretty significant um mental health and emotional health and spiritual health issues to get to a point to where I can feel like I can perform and express and put myself out there as an artist and the you know the flip side of going through all of that is I've now gotten to a point to where I feel more bulletproof and more willing and excited about going all in as much as my ego will allow and as much as my energy will allow, and to really just go for what it is that I want to go for in life unapologetically. And that is significant for me because I've spent most of my life apologizing for who I am, for what I am, for what I want, for what my dreams and ambitions are, for what I think, what I feel. I just have been uh, v- just very, just feel like I'm in a constant state of issuing an apology just for Paul Green, being Paul Green and for all of the people who have convinced me or tried to convince me throughout my life organizations, cultures, people, religions, that for whatever reason, me just being me is somehow not right. And I need to apologize for it. And just what I've been through, what I've come through, I'm just kind of done apologizing. Now, that doesn't mean I don't make mistakes. And if I legitimately make a mistake, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about a sort of narcissistic, I'm always right and I'm never wrong. It's like, no, that's not the case. But it's a matter of just being okay. And not only okay, but just absolutely... excited about who I really am and grateful for who I really am and for what I have to offer, what I don't have to offer, all of the ups and downs and complexities of me as a person and getting to a point to where I am I am not going to be gaslit into uh, feeling like that because i have a certain ambition or a certain desire to uh be successful or to be comedic or to um achieve certain levels of success that i should somehow be shamed or disgraced for that ambitious for that ambition and i felt that way most of my life and you know i just went through tragic enough Um, emotionally traumatic experiences now to where I go, okay, well, if you got a problem with me, you're more than welcome to have a problem with me. I know who I am at my core. I know what I'm up to. I know what I'm doing. And I know that my intentions are nothing but to be successful as I can. And I have no intentions of my success coming at the expense of anybody else. And I'm going to go ahead and pursue that. So that is that is the gift that I'm giving to myself, which is the gift of allowing myself to be myself and to be who I am and to be authentic and um, expressive and creative and passionate and ambitious. And, you know, if somebody has a problem with that, all of the people who think that leaving the negative comments on my youtube i got called a tool yesterday what a tool (laughs) f you bro uh (laughs) you know what i mean and i could i could go down could go down the list of people who have uh felt that they need to uh express uh less than favorable uh reviews of who they think i am and uh the gift I'm giving to myself is let them, let them think what they want. I know who I am. I know what I'm up to. And for all of you out there who are going for your dreams, who have those ambitions, you want something more out of your life, and you're in a situation to where, which, by the way, if you have dreams and you have ambitions, there is criticism. I've already talked about that. There are people who have a problem with it. and I want you to know that I got your back. I'm in your corner. I see you and go get those dreams. Go be you. Go be authentic and make it a great year and a great life. Have great experiences. Move forward and uh as we start getting into a new year, let's make it let's make it the best year ever. God bless us everyone. So that is the podcast for today. That's right, it is Christmas time, 2023, December 25th, and this has been episode 26 of the Paul Green Comedy podcast. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone.